Hello again everybody, it's uh, Jason Powers. Um, so I'm going to try to use a uh, functionality in a Substack and I'm also recording this on Sprecher. So I'm going to start off with my initial music that I usually use and uh, hopefully this will uh, pick up okay. So today we're going to talk about the Supreme Court cases that just were decided, uh, two in particular. And... Um, I think what's important to realize is that uh, I think they were both decided accurately and uh, from a standpoint of the <clears throat> the rights of each individual you know, it's important to to realize that there is original intent in our Constitution and those things need to be placed in their proper light there are people out there that want a document that evolves into something that it isn't and when you don't uh, adhere to the principles that were actually drawn up in that document you get the messes that we currently are, are seeing the overreach of government the agency creep the administrative state uh, the disrespecting of uh, civil and uh, states rights and people's ability to have their own autonomy in their own state not just their body there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes with having rights and responsibilities and those things have been overlooked over the period of years and we've all had to uh, come to grips with the fact that uh, our rights as much as, as much as they're important to us um, we have to be aware of what those rights rights are and how they are formulated in order for them to be carried out correctly in the long term. So we'll start with the gun case because I think that one was much more simplistic in terms of an analysis. It's really simple. It's a it, 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 uh, when I say simple. So it the right to bear arms to bear and carry arms is in the the Second Amendment, and it's obviously in the Bill of Rights, and it's an overtly stated right. It's not about <clears throat> militias as they were formed at the time of our Constitution's uh, birth. Uh, <laughs> we were, as far as the militia, or what people would define as a militia, were ill-defined. So it applies to all of us. We should all have the right to protect ourselves. The idea of the, the behind the, the, the situation was that we should all have the ability not only to protect ourselves from other people, but to protect ourselves from our own government. The differential, by the way, in the power between now what states have in terms of all the armed forces, all the technology, uh, all the things that they have within their power to subdue a population, to get them to comply to their uh, authoritarian or totalitarian regimes is so great now that they're, the United States with its guns is the last uh, bastion of hope to, to stop the state from overreaching. This of course has been a, uh, 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 a problem for them. That's one of the reasons why we're the, uh, they've been very careful, these globalist idiots, these evil globalist idiots, have been very careful about how they're trying to approach us because they're very scared. They know that if they make a mistake that they won't they won't survive it. 
and by making a mistake, they know that they have to be meticulous in their ability to undermine and subvert our uh, population. They have to be, have the ability to uh, <clears throat> throw us into this destabilized situation so that then they have the excuse to use their authoritarian pushes, a color revolution, martial law, um, outlawing political parties, etc. That's what these people do. And don't make, don't make no mistake about it. Washington, D.C. is just filled with globalists. The only reason why they're there is to make money for themselves. They're not there for you. It goes for the representatives and for the agencies. <clears throat> they have all become uh, so self-absorbed and so involved in themselves that they're they're just to make money. And they know that right now that they're about to collapse economically because of all the damage they've done. All your prior presidents have uh, created this problem, too, by the way. Um, with the people that they put in, left, all the people they have appointed and all the people that became uh, parts of the system or become a part of the lobbying system, but became a part of the agencies, part of the media. Uh, there was an article by uh, Zero Hedge that got published about... Uh, all the agencies, or all the FBI and the CIA, all the intelligence agencies that are infestations of the media now. And it's open, open and avert. It's not even hidden. Um, that's just an example. Now you'll say, what's that got to do with anything to do with the, the idea of the gun rights? Well, the gun rights, the King and Seal can carry in New York State. New York State, along with uh, California and other states, has been hell-bent on stripping people of gun control, using all kinds of excuses to make it hard for a citizen to, to actually protect themselves and utilize their rights. You should have you you should want a, a, a the people that you put into government. You should want them to uh, give you the broadest and most uh, um, would you say most utilization of your individual rights under the Constitution. Your freedom of speech rights, your freedom, uh, freedom to the right to carry bare arms. If we, for example, in that regard, if we would just teach people better about guns, if they were trained in guns as a kid, I remember when I was in, was it? Uh, I went through a training course on uh, uh, guns in I think seventh or eighth grade when I was in middle school. Um, by training course, I mean we didn't we didn't actually shoot guns, but we learned about gun safety. We learned about, I mean. We actually handled guns and and whatnot at the at the middle school that I was at, and we got uh, certified and learned about stuff. So the whole point is is this is a lost a bit of Americana um, gun training, learning a, a shop courses. These things are fundamental for many people, a, a, at the very least, to gain exposure. People that dismiss these things and say, "Well, this isn't high science and stuff like that." A lot of people that are supposedly very well educated are very, very retarded when it comes to knowing their uh, way around nature. They've been stuck in an office and stuck in a lab way too long. That's why they're so scared of guns. They don't understand guns. They've never had a gun. They don't understand what the concept of having a gun is um, in terms of, uh, of utilization of it. And they live in a big city and they, they see people who have guns as evil. I mean, it's their environment. It's their milieu that they've grown up in or and or uh, moved to. 
I mean, there are people that are in uh, major metropolitan areas that don't even know much about how to uh, drive cars or whatever. They're so used to public transportation or walking or riding bikes. Uh, I've heard, I, I, I mean, I ran across people who didn't even have a license and they were 20-something years old. So that's the idea of the exploration of rights and understanding. And though it's hard to, I mean... It's real, it's real clear. Uh, Thomas came out with a decision. He uh, expanded on Heller. He actually tried to he, uh, shot down Sullivan. And now concealed carry and, and that kind of stuff uh, is broadly apl- applicable to the 50 states. At least if I, I haven't, I, I'll be honest, I haven't read the entire decision. But let's just say this. Um, everywhere it's been upheld and now in New York. Now the reason why New York and uh, California are, are scrambling to to uh, put the genie back in a bottle, you shouldn't want your government to do this. But of course they will because they've sold people, they've hustled them through the media that guns are bad, that people who carry guns are bad people. They're usually a Republican uh, or they're or a conservative, and they're stupid. And this is the painting and the caricature. Of people who are actually very in many cases not all I would say 98 99% of the time uh, they're very respectful of what guns mean they're very respectful it's probably even higher than that it's by 99.9% of course for every one one idiot out there they're turned into some uh, they got to turn it into a big news story because that's what the media does it amplifies the bad it minimizes the good and therefore, it paints the picture for everybody. You can go uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the dissenters. I think Breyer was taken to taken to task by the decision about uh, the guns, about them using statistics and whatnot. And it's like it had nothing to do with what the actual law, what uh, what uh, your ability to have guns is. You know, there there there's murders and killings or suicides. Those things are happening. The the criminals don't care. Was it there was a there was an analysis done not too long ago about uh, about sixty some percent of uh, criminals uh, or people who were eventually convicted of some kind of gun uh, violation uh, just for the use the use of the gun. But moreover, they all require they all acquired the gun illegally. In other words, they didn't permit it; they stole it, or was acquired through the through other outlets. So the the people who are going to do bad things are going to continue to do bad things. They're going to continue to have access to the bad things because uh, we have guns that came across the border. We have guns that are that are stashed away. We have gangs that have uh, figured out a way to get a hold of them. So the idea that these uh, quote illegal guns are going to go away and, and if you disarm the citizenry they can't help they can't defend themselves so I think everybody should be on po- board with the idea of defending themselves so um, matter of fact I'm gonna play a clip here so I can take a little bit of a break here uh, this is actually from John Adams it's one of the, my favorite movies and it's also uh, my opening um, music so we'll play this and hopefully it'll pick up on both broadcasts um, maybe it won't. I'll have to turn it up a bit. So, King George III. Oh. 
Many of our subjects, misled by a desperate conspiracy of dangerous uh -oh. and ill-designing men, have forgotten the allegiance which they owe to the power that has protected and supported they have to re -upload this and have declared rebellion and traitorously levied war against us. It is the better part of wisdom to put a speedy end to such disorders. We have thought fit to issue our royal proclamation that all our royal officers, both civil and military, are obliged to suppress such rebellion and bring the traitors to justice. When the unhappy and deluded multitude against whom this force shall be directed shall become sensible of their error, I shall be ready to receive the misled with tenderness and mercy. For those who persist in their treason, for those who persist in their treason, the punishment shall be death by hanging. Given in Parliament this 26th day of October in the year 1775. God save the king. God. Damn. Okay. Yeah, God damn the king. So it just goes to the the idea the forces that are aligned in many cases these are international forces for example um and this toggles to the next uh, uh case so our un chief they got a picture of it on brooders restricting abortion just makes it more deadly says un after a u.s ruling the un needs to just stay the hell out of our business this is one of the, the key this would be one of my key pillars the very day I, if i was taking over any office i would cut off all funding to the un and i would uh um, ban them from the United States uh, all their all their entities all their delegates I'd get rid of them completely they're nothing but an evil organization and they're just a hand they're, they work with I mean right now China works with them the World Economic Forum works with them they're nothing but evil they're no up to no good and they're always been a socialist this has been going back a hundred years and this goes back to the progressive era which is where uh, you could say a lot of these ideas about, uh, uh, say, for example, abortion have uh, come out. So to the next case, it's real simple. The, the clarity on the case is this. They did, all they did was take the idea of abortion and make it a state's, send it back to uh, a state's rights uh, issue or state's right um, determination. So, for example, every state has their own specific... Uh, uh, rules with or uh, uh, laws on the books regarding uh, abortion. So if you go to California or Oregon or Massachusetts or um, uh, D.C. or wherever, those are probably your more, most uh, uh, pro-abortion and or most uh, least restrictions. And then there's other states that are very, very, very restrictive, if not uh, basically of uh, uh, have determined that they want no abortions to occur there. 
Now, people will say, how dare they? Well, our system of government is based upon state. There are states' rights, and that's the way it was meant to be. Every state's supposed to have its own. Uh, uh, the, the, our system doesn't is not meant to be a federalized, top-down system, this one unipole. And for the people out there that complain about this, it's real simple. Move to a state that allows you to do the things that you find most important for you to do. Not every state is the same, and everybody knows this. If you go to certain states, for example, Colorado, you can smoke all the weed you want. You can open a dispensary and do all these other uh, wonderful things that you consider is important to you. And that's and then if you go to places like Florida, I'm sure that's a different scenario. If you go to Florida, it's a very low tax state. If if, if not a, I think there's a uh, the state taxes are relatively low and minor compared to some place like California where there's a very high taxation rate and there's all kinds of restrictions and regulations for environment and stuff like that. Every state has its nuance. If you can't figure that out by now, it's never going to get through your head. So that's that's the part of it. The other part is is what what is this uh it was never a it's never been read into the constitution that there is a right to abortion. The Constitution is silent on that. Thus, that's the reason why the states, the states have the um, expressed more, or has the what do they call it, assigned uh, anything that isn't assigned directly to the federal government. The states have the power over. I don't know legalese what that termination uh, terminology is, but I'm sure there's a lawyer out there who can figure that out for me. Point being is, is the states have have the ability to make their make their decisions about this situation. That's what the rulings ruling was about. It's determined by your electorate. So if you elect representatives that want to support abortion, then you'll get your abortion uh, um, the way you want them in terms of what the what the uh, the barriers are there. I am anti-abortion. I or you know I do not. I feel life begins at at uh, uh, con- uh, conception. When you conceive a child between a man and a woman, that's where I feel on it. Now, over the course of many, many moons, when I started, you know, when I was younger, I was much more, at, at, uh, let's just say, I was much more allowing of the fact that women were going to have this uh, uh, situation where, of course, yeah, there was... There are rapes, there are th- things in incest that I b- feel that they should be given the most latitude on. However, it has been exploited and been p- positioned so that things that are supposed to be rare, and, and which it never has been rare, it's, we have an average of about somewhere be- well, somewhere between 800,000 to 1.2 million abortions per year, and we've had that since 1972. So we've had about 50 to 60 million abortions occur during that time time frame for something that's supposed to be fairly rare it's not very rare it's actually uh, way too prevalent and uh the fact is is that we have people that are using it uh, uh it's being used and positioned as a, a mechanism for profiteering anything that you subsidize which is what that's another part of the uh, problem is is the planned parenthood which is tied to margaret sanger who did not did not want a more, uh, um, for example, more black people to be born, and so 
Planned Parenthood has been targeted into certain communities and certain areas and to certain ethnicities in order to reduce their populations. So over a course of time, it's been used in a very malicious manner and been hustled to these people as uh, instead of uh, providing them with the hopes to keep, keep families together, the idea is, is that want to keep women dependent upon the state through Planned Parenthood, through welfare, through not getting married, and then everybody starts making very, I would say, very uh, piss-poor decisions in terms of their, the way they are responsible for their own uh, biology, their own, their own uh, life. So I think this, is, uh, this, is ha- this has to be uh, looked at as a, uh, a bad thing for most people and, <laughs> and most everyone, uh, both uh, women and men. Uh, the fact that we should be supportive of life as early as possible, including life in the womb, and they, they, that those unborn, unborn children should have rights. Now, I know people say, they're not children. Yeah, except for the fact that by about, what, 8 to 12 weeks, uh, you can definitely see a, a human form. Therefore, it is a growth that is a child, is going to be a child. We can determine sex by that, that time frame. And I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor or a biologist, and I'm not going to get into all that stuff. But the reality is, is there is something uh, very uh, discernible, and therefore that sits there and act like the, the life doesn't exist is, is just, you know, it's just feeding into the U- UN and the World Economic Forum and this transhumanism type of uh, scenario. We have women out here that are actually either incapable or uh, illogically positioning that they think that they should just have the unilateral right to get rid of a child just because it's unwanted to the, for their situation, they, whether it interferes with their career or it's not with the right guy. Uh, those things have always been uh, the questions that need to be asked, but they don't want to ask them of themselves. It's not the, 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 the instances of rape and incest at least statistically and from uh, surveys, has always been considered less than 10% of the cases, if not even less than that. That's assuming that those are actually accurate. But let's just say it's 10%. Okay, I would, I would, you know, if, if, if this was something that I could actually trust that people were using it for those reasons, it would be, that would be something I would consider. But that being said, it isn't being, it isn't being used that way. And I guess what? There's other situations in life where people are unfortunately uh, having to make decisions and live with those uh, repercussions because life is unfair. And it's been unfair to me too, by the way. So when people say, oh, you just don't understand. You've never had anything uh, forced upon you. Uh, You'd be surprised. I think people actually act act like there's things that don't occur to other people just... uh, and as far as carrying a, a, a child to term, there's been women out here that have had stories among stories of situations where things were born or situations that arose out of uh, tragedy, and yet they found a way to get through. There's a, a matter of fact, a gal I've interacted with that, you know, she put out bluntly that her first child was uh, formed out of a sexual assault and that she had 
several. She's had four kids, and her her last kid was uh, uh, um, slow or you know uh, mentally handicapped. So they're in, you know, there's a situation where she's had half her, half her half her births have had some kind of um, situation that would be considered uh, by many people's accounts negative and wouldn't be able to handle it but yet she's been able to handle it and cope with it and she's uh, she feels like she's stronger for it she's of an age that maturity is kicked not only kicked in but she's well aware of what her her life decisions have been and she knows that those decisions she's accepted those decisions it's amazing what happens when you make decisions based in uh, you know uh, an understanding that you're here too because of someone else's decisions you know you didn't you didn't just magically pop up on this earth you you know your parents or your mom and dad or or the situation that arose to your birth has allowed you to make these arguments against other other uh, in, uh, uh, potential children being born on this earth and that if you're uh, you know you're saying oh, I don't want those kids to have a, a life it's like you know you're just buying in you're literally you're just a helping the globalists do what they want to do which is reduce population you should want it you should want to uh, in, uh, reflect and say I want to celebrate life of all forms and try to do the best you can within those things and you know there's been plenty about and then and they, they, they make position like the UN Oh, you're gonna. The women are gonna be more dangerous. It's, it's basically it, it, we have tried to take birth and turn it into something that hasn't been experienced for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years amongst billions and billions and billions of billions of women. It's really, it's really unfortunate that we have people who, who have tried to take this situation and turn it into something that is so negative. That you shouldn't, you should avoid it at all costs. And they're doing it because they have an agenda. They're not doing it because they care about people or care about humanity. What they do is they care about power and control and money and ways to manipulate people. So until you understand that the people that are doing this are doing it not because they care about your your particular birth situation or care about your particular. Um, um, long-term uh, goals and agenda sure as long as you promote what they want you to promote for them they're they're happy as a clam to stand right behind you and say yes we're your ally here here's some money for some support and this goes from our own government up to the UN so when uh, uh, the case itself is pretty simplistic in terms of how it was decided it, like I said it just goes back it reverts back to the states and the states will uh, determine which which law how they're going to approach this particular issue and if you want to live someplace that allows for more abortion then so be it then go there uh, you know people say well it isn't that easy it's like well nothing is ever that easy you know when people tell me that you know you should well you know when people were uh, blackmailing uh, people to get shots and say well if you don't like it you know you don't you know you guess you just won't have to get to work it's like boy it was pretty nice for it's pretty easy to say that when you feel like you're on the you're on the winning side of something I'm not and the thing is is the idea of even being involved in a situation where you have to worry about this abortion by the way 
There is plenty of contraception. There's plenty of afterbirth. There's plenty of things that are out there on the market that can handle the situation in a safer manner than they ever was back in 1965. That's just the truth. And there are plenty of doctors beyond your wildest imaginations. There's plenty of doctors out there that are more than willing to do it on the down low, directly or indirectly. And I'm not saying that that's morally right, but to sit there and act like that doesn't exist is just being naive. And I understand it, and the law understands it. It doesn't mean that I think that that's what should be done. I actually don't want that to happen at all, but what what control do I have over? People make individual choices. I'm saying you should go out and make your individual choices about this situation. Or better yet, why don't you just find a good relationship to get into, wait a long time, get married, have kids when you want to have them. But, you know, if something occurs and you're with somebody you really care about, then it won't be such a uh, uh, a hamstringing issue. So maybe if we taught a little bit about morals and, and responsibility and accountability, we wouldn't be in this situation. But, of course, those things are very hard and difficult for people who want to control you. The people that want to control you does, don't want you to learn about things. They want to control you and they want you to think stupidly about things and they want you to think about these things in an emotional manner instead of logical manners. And therefore we all are subject to their, their guises and their propaganda. And of course the media is going to spin this out of control because they're going to make ratings off of it. And they're going to, they're going to try to go after the most impressionable girls, uh, especially women of, the, of a younger age because women in, the, in their teenage years are hyper-emotional. They know this. The, the psychologists know this. They measure this. They measure this in the ocean. If they look at your personality, they know women are highly, highly emotional at that age, and they, they just like and just like men are too at that age too. They're more hypersensitive during their, those ages because guess what? Your hormones are changing. You're growing into an adult. You're becoming a. Uh, a fully uh, formed adult in terms of her prefrontal cortex by 25. So they start, they work on these groups very easily and they, they psychologically manipulate them. It's easy as that. And of course, most people aren't going to listen to that. Most adults know that they've been psychologically manipulated, certainly the ones that are intellectually honest with themselves. But uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of these people uh, that are pushing this still are not intellectually honest with themselves or anybody else and of course you know that's the reason why you have the problems that you do so I'm gonna leave it there for now I think I've discussed enough on this case uh, and on the two cases and uh, we'll play the closeout music here and um, I think that's uh, I think that's an important part of what what needs to be discussed um, I think over a course of, of life, um, you know, all these major decisions, which are groundbreaking. So I, I know there will be people out there who say, well, why don't you just, uh, the next thing you know, they're going to come for the entire rights. Well, maybe our country needs to go back to its Judeo-Christian foundation in many respects. I know that's a, I know that's a stretch for many people because they don't believe in God. And that's been part of the problem. Once you become godless, once you become uh, unmoored from the idea of a moral principle, this isn't a, 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 and to you quote uh, uh, 
Yovel Noah Harari. This isn't about some sky god. People have such a really retarded take on what God is. Uh, what God is supposed to... Uh, when, when I'm saying about God here, I'm saying the idea that... And I'm not even, even discussing the Bible or the Quran. Or, I'm talking about having the ability to think that there is something that created this whole existence. Now, do I know what that is and what the parameters of that is? No, it's beyond me. I just know that my ability to walk and talk and come up with ideas didn't just... It's a miracle of something. And maybe that's what we should be thinking of. It's a great miracle. And people need to adhere to the idea that we're all trying to live this miracle. And maybe if we did a little bit better job of hashing that out, we wouldn't have so much conflict. But of course, you know, there are bad groups. There is an extremist in there. So... God bless the United States of America and God save the world.